0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come, Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 149 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for your time once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come, Follow Me Materials. We are looking uh, in the book of Joshua and it is the week of uh, May the 23rd to May the 29th. And today we're going to look in Joshua Chapter 2. In which uh we learn of a very um interesting story uh about a woman a woman named Rahab, now first of all, it's important to note that Rahab is one of the few named women of the old testament um This is just how in those days it was recorded that is often focused uh, on the patriarch or the men of the society uh, but rahab um is as an, is an example of women who was mentioned in the Old Testament. Uh, and it indicates how faith and works are necessary for salvation. So if we go to Joshua chapter 2, um, they Joshua sends two spies into Jericho. So before they begin the process of trying to overtake uh, Jerusalem, he sends in a couple of spies. And um, they, they stayed at Rahab's house. Now Rahab was a harlot um, and... They then found out that the king of Jericho was sending out people uh, to find out who these spies were. Um, he, he clearly knew that they had arrived. And so in verse three, um, the king sends to Rahab um, saying, sends a message to Rahab telling her to to bring forth the, the men who who were staying over. Uh, and in verse four, it says, and the woman took the two men and hid them and said thus there came men unto me but I wist not from whence they were and it came to pass about the time of the shutting of the gate when it was dark that the men went out whether the men, I, whether the men went I wot I not pursue after them quickly for ye shall overtake them so the word what not means I know not uh, so basically she hides uh, the, the two um, Israelites uh, tells the guards that they have moved on Uh, And they pursue further um, out of the gates. Um, So she says, and this is interesting, in verse 9 and 10 uh, and 11, she says, I know that the Lord have given you the land and that your terror is fallen upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites. And as soon as we heard these things, our hearts did melt. There, neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in the heaven above and the earth beneath. So there is clearly here a sense of faith from not just Rahab, but also um, some other people. It's, it turns out in Jericho that the Lord is with the Israelites, that he is the God of all, uh, of, of the heaven above and the earth beneath. Um And so she has this faith that the Lord is with the Israelites. But then not only does she have this faith, she acts on that faith and she hides and protects the, the two Israelite spies. And then in verse 12 and 13, it says, Now therefore I pray you, swear unto me by the Lord, since I have shewed you kindness, that you will also shew kindness unto my father's house and give me a true token, and that you will save alive my father and my mother, and my brethren and sisters and all that they have and deliver our lives from death so it seems that rahab lives with her family uh, and that um that she is asking the israelites now that she has shown allegiance and, and a dedication to to them that they save her or that they are protected from what is to come uh, when jericho uh, is is conquered um and what's interesting here is the sign that is given. Now, first of all, she mentions a true token. Uh, and then in verse verses 14 and 15, um the the men reply and basically say that that she will be protected and and saved. And as they are leaving, um Rahab warns them to avoid a certain path because she's obviously obviously just sent the people who are searching for these men uh, down a certain roads so she tells she tells them to go a certain way hide for a few days and then they should be um, they should be gone by then now what is interesting uh, is the way in which a token or sign is given uh, to, so that Rahab's house is protected um, in verse seventeen and eighteen it says, And the men said unto her, We will be blameless of this thine oath, which thou hast made us swear. Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind, th- bind this line of scarlet thread in the window, which thou didst let us down by, and thou and thou shalt bring thy father and my mother and thy brethren, and all thy household unto thee. Uh, and it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of thy house into the street, his blood shall be upon his head, and we will be guiltless, and whosoever shall be with thee in the house, his blood shall be on our head, if any hand be upon him. Now there's a few things here which I want to focus on. Uh, firstly, the fact that the, the two Israelite spies don't want... Because this they've made a promise that Rahab and her, her house will be protected. Uh, but of course, um, this is something which they want to promise. But of course, if an army is coming to conquer a city they can't be 100% sure that it's nothing accidentally is going to happen so they say to rahab hang up the scarlet thread in the window uh, and whoever is in that, that house we will save but if anyone leaves the house then they shall be they shall be slain like because we can't guarantee that not that that's not going to happen so you need to stay in the house hang up the scarlet thread uh, and you'll be saved now of course this brings back Im- images and memories of the um, the tenth plague in Egypt uh, where the Israelites had to paint scarlet blood on their doorposts and any- anyone who was in that in that home and stayed in that home was protected and was passed over uh, and this is this is the same this is the same con- concept here except with except with uh this case it's not uh, the blood um of a lamb it is um a scarlet thread. But what is interesting, and the second thing that I want to point out, is that the thread was scarlet. Now, was that an important detail? Was the author of Joshua able not just to tell us that it was the cord or the thread? And in fact, when... Uh, when Because when Rahab lets the Israelites uh, go, or she sends them off, she, helps, she lets them go down a, a cord from her um, house... So they are kind of not going out through the main entrance. And so it's this thread that they're talking about. But the fact that it's um, mentioned as a cord, and then they specifically refer to it as a scarlet thread, there's a significant difference between the two. Significant enough for us to take notice and wonder why that, that may have been done. But of course, even more significant is the fact that it's referred to as scarlet Uh, And that, of course, for us, brings images of the atoning blood of our Savior, Jesus Christ, that that protects us, that allows us to be saved. And that is our uh, method of salvation, that he is the way and that through him and his sacrifice, then we can be saved. Uh, And this is obviously um, a symbol of this and a token that um, the, the, the atoning blood of our Savior, Jesus Christ, is the one that saves us. And the other thing as well that I like about this is that the two spies tell Rahab to bring the people that she wants to save to her uh, and make sure that they're in the house. Uh, and that is, again, you know, uh, yeah, that brings images of Lehi and Lehi's dream at the Tree of Life. As soon as he's taken of the fruits, looking around and casting his eyes about for his family, um, that should be once we have partaken and received a salvation uh the next thing that comes to our minds is looking for those that we love and care about and inviting them to come to us um this does t- this happens and this uh, this does take place uh and they are saved and so it's through our faith and works that we are saved our faith to be able to prompt us to act but then we have to put on you know we have to show Uh, that we are are willing to follow the saviour. We need to try and live a Christ-like life and change so that we can become become more like him. Thank you so much for listening today. Hope you've enjoyed the study. Please do continue to follow the podcast uh, and uh, join us tomorrow as we move into the next part of the book of Joshua. Thank you so much for your time. And until we meet again.